1: Blog Talk Radio Hello. Hard to smile in the future. But through whatever you see, through all the rain and the pain, you gotta keep your sense of humor. You gotta be able to smile through all this bullshit. Keep your head up, yeah. Yeah I like to be closed captioned, addicted to
2: Hey, what's happening, guys? Uh, if I just hung up on you and you were on the line, I apologize. I couldn't get rid of that, uh, gentle, um, guitar, uh, that was very soothing. Um, but, uh, so call back in. Um, my brother, my buddy Dalek is going to, uh,
1: am
2: I, am I still gregging? Sorry, Dalek, my, uh, right-hand man and my brother is going to take over the board in a moment and, uh and things uh, will we'll smooth up a little bit. Um, ah, there's Dalek now. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to sign out here, Dalek, and you sign in. Take the board, and all will be as it should be.
3: All right, dude. All right. Cool. Awesome. You rock, you, Dory. Um, I'm sorry, bro. You, I'm so sorry you about you get the
2: on prat. the board when I'm signed in? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to log out anyway. It's all good. All right. The board is yours, Alex, and uh, welcome, everybody, for tuning in. Um, what we're doing tonight is uh, doing a little warm-up for um, tomorrow's show and also just having uh, a, uh, a little shoot-the-shit um, episode of Third Rail Radio, and uh, welcome, everybody, getting some, some notes and uh, business out of the way. Um, Tomorrow night we have uh, a pretty exciting event coming up on Revolution Radio. Um, I believe at eight o'clock, and jump in the chat and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but Revolution Radio is going to kick off a little uh, a little fundraisers for some uh, for some good friends in. Uh, in our community, who uh, have always been there for other people uh time in and time out and so uh we'll play the old uh quit pro quo game and uh, pay it back um, that's definitely one of the uh one of the little credos that I like to uh operate by um, and uh and it builds it. You know, it builds people up instead of breaking people down, so it's good stuff. Um, I am going to get into the chat room so I can see what you you guys are saying. Um, So we have that starting. uh, The time may have corrected. I do believe there's going to be three shows. um, Sandwiched in the middle is going to be um, uh, the main event and Canadian Glen will be guest hosting um, for Revolution Radio, and uh, um, he's going to be uh, hosting essentially a a fundraiser um, and a show that he bid on and uh, won at a fundraiser. So it's just all about raising funds. No, not really. It's all about love and giving back to your fellow human being, um, not all tomorrow will be. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think balance between, uh, you know, between the serious and the, uh, and the just outright fun, nutty lunacy, um, balances is, is critical. And Rebels teaching me that right now. So, uh, thanks, Rev. Um, and, uh, so we'll be doing that tomorrow um, coming tonight we're talking about anything um, i'm I'm going to definitely touch on um ukraine venezuela um but let's let's start with maybe some some light things um that the violence that is going on in ukraine is really uh, uh quite i what's the word to describe it It's medieval I've never seen anything um quite like it and um I've seen a lot of violence in my days big fan of riot porn, so i've seen quite a bit um but the battling with sticks and shields um and uh, uh you know hand to hand sort of uh orc on on dwarf combat, um, you know that are that are uh, you, the images coming out of Ukraine. It's uh, it's crazy, and of course we do. You know,
3: like absolutely, I mean, like everything going on, dude. They're also like medieval, uh, medieval armor and shit. Like that's crazy.
2: I think All, we're living yeah. in the medieval ages. <laughs> it, it, it really is. It's. Um, I, you know uh i don't if, if you follow me on t- twitter um i've been up really late the last all week um you know kind of rubbernecking um to both Venezuela and Ukraine and uh and yeah i've seen some incredible videos of um you know of these makeshift uh molotov cocktail factories um uh improvised um body armor um where where you know there's like twenty five people making molotov cocktails in like a in like a tiny shed and you know and then in the garage there's twenty five people making duct tape and cardboard newspaper body armor um we've probably all seen the catapult um you know uh, as far as what's going on there politically I have no fucking idea. Um, except for the fact that the people who'll pay the highest price for whatever political positioning is going on in Ukraine will will be the people. Will be the people like you, Dalek, like me, like Glenn, like Rebel, like the people out you know, who are out there trying to make their better country, their peaceful protesting. Maybe there's not very many of them left now, but um, ultimately it will be those people who will pay the uh, price um, by either losing their life or a child or a brother, sister, et cetera. Um, you know, these, like, uh, jackbooted thugs um, who uh, sort of represent the, the resistance or don't represent the resistance, for, but are, are certainly for the time being... Um, uh you know through uh you know that the enemy of my enemy is my friend philosophy um are on the side of the uh so-called uh you know pro-western um uh, resistance and um you know it, it's pretty zany so i have no idea what's going on politically um there's posturing, there's all sorts of rumor and innuendo about, um, you know, a well detailed, uh, um, plan going in, ousting, um, and hey, a Dalek, if Glenn is on the line, bring him on because, uh, you know, he and I have been kind of following this thing, uh, simultaneously. And if Glenn, if you can hear, give a call in, um, and, uh, we'll touch on this, um, but, uh, sorry, I'm just get, trying to get in the chat room on another account. Because I feel lost. Um, God, Lord. All right. Um, but, uh, and then in Venezuela, I know less. I don't know anything about what's going on in Venezuela. So if anybody is listening and has, um, you know, even a, uh, a, a, uh, somewhat grip on what's going on in venezuela that'd be great to get a report from that and next um because uh we i just came from blue vino's show and um blue vino and dax were talking about um what is going on in the universe cosmologically speaking is that the right word Is that like cosmetics? Oh, well. Um, There's a lot of changes going on right now um, on our Earth. Uh, Things that, you know, throughout modern science have remained constant. Um, Things like the radioactive, the carbon radioactive dating formula, um, um, the speed of light. Um some even argue that uh gravity's um strength is changing, but there seems to be all these sort of um pretty significant earth changes going on, and we all hear about climate change and global warming um lie. sorry I just, go ahead yeah it's a lie uh it's a lie yeah i don't, i mean global global climate change you know that's that's a lie um just because climate change is is a constant, you know you're um global warming is a misnomer um without
4: any question I mean well, it's a brand. actually no, no no no, the whole thing started I mean if you're really gonna get that whole thing straight um, all all you have to go back to is Frank Luntz, man, that's your end all be all of all all arguments when it comes to climate change and global warming later if, if people. Frank if people don't know who Frank Luntz is, uh, it's really easy. Look him up. Um, he's known as the don't, spin no. doctor. He's uh, he's on Fox News a lot. He's on all news a lot, uh, usually when there's a debate thing going on. He does, like, the questionnaires. And uh, the last uh, political debate they had, he was on, and he was teaching Sean Hannity how to ask a question to get the answer you want or to get the response that you want. That's that's his job. They pay him to word things in a way that people will agree with what he's asking uh, just so that it looks like oh see everyone agrees with me Uh, anyways what i was getting at is uh, it was called global warming but they anticipated that it was going to get really freaking cold so because they anticipated that they saw it coming just like you know any meteorologist and such would probably figure that out and be like you guys know that you keep saying global warming it's about to get really cold right and so they said, all right, uh, we need to really come up with something. How can we transition from saying warming into something that's cold and then not th- and people not call us stupid? We're going to look stupid. So they call Frank Luntz, and they get him uh, involved. And they say, look, how do we, what do we do? And they pay the guy. Uh, And this is the liberals paying the guy who a lot of conservatives believe that he's a conservative. I'm like, he's not on anybody's side. He's just out to make some money. Um, And it's working. All he had to do was say, well, don't call it global warming anymore. Start calling it climate change. You know, it sounds the same when you say it that way. And if you start now, you'll have said it so many times they won't notice. And so they'll just accept that it's climate change. And they did. Everybody did. Everybody in America just about. Well, I mean, not everybody, but you know what I'm saying, the people who already believed global warming is real, just they jumped right in and started using that terminology instead. And now it's getting really crazy cold. It's not a problem. You brought brought up a good point. Um,
2: I mean, if you do look at statistics um, and – um, you know sort of sort of dig a little deeper into into uh where we are on on a uh, in the chronological geo uh, timeline of of weather patterns we're almost um that i mean we're definitely due for a big cool down if not even a mini ice age um in northern parts of uh north america and um Uh, Europe, um, you know, and the point you make about the media sort of in just, uh, uh, you know, the
4: spin doctors, um, yeah, they get taught what to say. um, Not taught. He came up with that. They paid him to come up with something to save their butt. Because they, they had scientists going, it's going to get really cold. What do we do? Okay, we've been gotcha. calling this global warming. And so he was the guy they brought on board to teach the media what to say and how to frame everything, transition into climate change from global warming because it's going to get cold. How do we get people to still believe it's their fault? When, when we've been telling them this whole time, it's going to get really warm, and it doesn't, and it gets really cold. How do you keep convincing them it's their fault when it went the other way? You don't you don't global warm so much that you go out through the other side and now it's cold. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? So they had to yes. come up with something, do. and that's the guy. Now here's the question: Do you do you
2: think that that we're simply in in a, a natural um, climate cycle, um, or do you think that that humans Contribute or uh, speed up or um, alter this cycle, and that 's what we 're experiencing now experiencing now
4: i don 't think this has to do with humans as much as it probably does more solar than anything, but uh, I mean the sun affects us way more than anything else. The other planets change along with ours uh, similarly, not exactly but um, When it comes to what's happening right now, if anything, I don't know, I think we're due for a polar shift. If we're due for a polar shift, I I partly wonder, well, will that change, uh, you know, the position of Earth? Will we tilt a little bit? Will our rotation, um, the axis be a little bit off, or will it, I don't know. You know, there's all kinds of other factors to think about that nobody talks about, and they just focus on... No, no, no. It's carbon emissions. It's carbon emissions. Yeah, we get it. You want to put carbon taxes in the system. You get enough taxes. There's enough taxes, dude. You, our taxes go directly to pay the national debt, and it, does, it doesn't even dent them. It's like trying to shoot a aircraft carrier with a .22, you know? It doesn't right. do anything. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, okay, it's, okay. Ever gotta jump in now.
2: Glenn, welcome, brother. Yes. Uh, Let me just, let me say one thing first and it's going to be quick and it may lead you in. Um, there's a guy, uh, goes by uh, the name suspicious observer. Um, he's on YouTube. Uh, he, he's my go-to weather guy. Um, he talks a ton about, um, about the sun and the effect on the atmosphere. Um, and he prescribes to a large part of, I guess, what is called uh, the electric universe theory or um, um, what is the other, there's another little name they have, it, have for it, but it's basically the electric universe. And that now said, Glenn, thoughts on the conversation?
0: Well, I agree that there's a lot of other factors, Besides what man does, but if you want to talk about how solar activity affects the earth, then I think you have to consider what man is doing to the atmosphere. I mean, it's not just that the sun is beating through it and suddenly it's getting weak. It's, it's from the inside out as well, but where I live, east of the Rockies in Canada... The first real big change in the weather patterns I can remember was Mount St. Helens. Things changed after that, and right. they've never been—they've never been like they were before. So right. you know, it, it's natural things. It's stuff man does. I mean, living where I do, I've been up to Fort McMurray. I spent years up there. Uh, when when you have a plant that's 25 kilometers from town and you can smell it everywhere in town and the, there's a yellow tinge to the sky all around you, you just can't keep doing this and increasing it at a stupid rate and not expect it to have some sort of effect on the environment. I mean...
4: Well, I'm not saying that there, that pollution itself doesn't have an effect on the environment. I've never... That's never what I've ever tried to come off saying. Um, and on top of that, I would add that um, when it comes to pollution and stuff, uh, what, on my side uh, in America, it seems ridiculous to me as we're, no, we're almost no longer an industrial nation. They moved everything, so to be like it's your fault, America. It's like really because all our shit's over in China now. So, and, and if you we, look at China, you can't even see like five feet in front of you because of the smog. If anyone is is to be focused on, I mean, come on. It, oh, I the agree with that. It's fog in China.
0: I agree with you that. Know. And India, and India. Right. I mean, it's 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 super bad there too, but. The thing is, yeah, there's a lot of the industrial base is gone in the U.S. Yeah. But look at the problem they had on the Great Lakes with acid rain 20 years ago. And they did figure it out. It was the steel belt. It was the rust belt. And they dealt with it, and acid rain has pretty much disappeared now. Right. But the thing about the states, I mean, look at West Virginia. There ain't many big industrial outfits left, but the ones that are left... Do they pump. have this thing. Well, yeah, they have this thing called risk management.
4: <laughs> you mean pay the Which, fines?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. it's like it's mm-hmm.
4: like an electric bill to them. Oh, we got to yeah. pay our yearly fines so that we can keep dumping our crap into the Ohio River. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, exactly. have a, they have a big line in the budget. A big line
2: item in the budget for fines, and uh, um, and they can. Track them as easily as they do the average increase in the cost of living. Here's here's my take on on this thing.
1: The sun yeah. will
2: do what it, what what it's going to do, regardless of what we do. Right. Um, if if you if if you separate out um, best you can isolate sort of. Um, you know the uh, cosmic effects that are going on on earth and maybe driving um, uh, the climate into into a colder um, cycle uh, which I as from what I understand would would not be um, uh, you know would not be unnatural would would just sort of be going along with the uh, the weather patterns that have been occurring on earth for billions of years or Hundreds of millions, at any rate, um, but uh, I think what what humans the human factor is um, that that what we do is we enter variables into this equation um, that are very hard to calculate for, um, and um, and we we've there have been certain um, events in uh, you know in early industrial and post-industrial modern civilization um, that I think sort of uh, speed up um, or or tilt um, um, the input of these variables. So an example would be uh, Trinity, the Trinity Trinity, um, test, when they exploded a a nuclear uh, munition 200 miles um, above the Earth, which is in our our ionosphere. Um, And another one that's in all of our uh, consciousness right now is Fukushima. Um, Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, Could I say something real quick? Go ahead. So, uh, Rebels
2: have a
3: midlife crisis and saying maybe maybe what you do is exterminate it question. Like, Just throw it off. Yeah. Get it off. You know you want to. And then call in the shop, please.
2: I would appreciate it. Y'all, oh, I'm throwing up a WePay for a new mic for Dalek. It, right? <laughs> there you go, dude. Start a fucking Kickstarter. <laughs> God, no bullshit, Dalek. I'm going to fucking Western you need
4: you money tomorrow to get a, a mic for, for tomorrow's show. <laughs> what <laughs> does he you. use? Is he using a phone or? I don't know, hey, I don't know, hey Dalek, hold up, dude! Porno puppy just put up a Snopes link. True Snopes, dude! Snopes is for amateurs. You know, Snopes is run by just a, be, like a, a be husband be and wife operation.
2: <laughs> yeah, Alec uses a crack pipe for a uh, for a microphone. Um, <laughs> so, pup just put up a, a Snopes link. Yes, um, okay. right. and. Um, and i uh yeah yeah pup is no amateur, one of the smartest guys I know on Twitter Snopes um you know it is a uh, a publication that is um produced for a particular market, so you always have to take uh um, you know anything that's put into a publication that relies on on uh, advertising um, with a little bit of a grain of salt um, but pup, if you want to call in um you know two of the smarter guys on uh, Twitter here that this would be a great conversation um, up the um, and sorry to interrupt um,
4: what was being said, but I just wanted to to uh, comment on on that real quick um, snow dude I, I caught them I called them out once on uh, what was it it was uh, you know that picture of the <clears throat> The picture of the gal that died at both the Boston bombing and at uh, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. You know what I'm talking about? And yep. Snopes took it as, this is impossible. Obviously, she couldn't have died at both places and blah, 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 blah. So this conspiracy theory is easily bunked. And I'm like, no, no Snopes, bad Snopes. That's not what people are saying. People are saying this is an actress or this is a stand in, this is not real, it's fake. You're totally missing the point, Snopes. Bad Snopes. You don't even understand what people are claiming that this is. <laughs> okay, well, that's obviously just right. this person isn't is dead. Faith. So I
0: could just
2: the right. book right now. But let's let's stick on the uh
4: on this on this climate in this uh
2: and sort of yeah, despair. I didn't
4: mean to sidetrack you. We're not on a sidetrack. So. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, but, uh, um, Glenn, go ahead. You, you, you
2: were saying something before I in- interrupted um,
0: about... Uh, well, you, you mentioned Trinity. You mentioned Trinity. Um, there's been a lot of research that nobody wants to talk about that's been classified by the Canadian government. That two thirds of the spectacular Aurora Borealis that we have up here was caused yeah. by Trinity, you know, and uh, I would agree. One, of the, I don't, I don't see where are these guys who are supposed to be nuclear physicists and some of the brightest minds on the planet let's, you know, uh, we have this layer of our atmosphere that's basically charged, so why don't we detonate a nuclear device in there, like? I don't understand where these guys come up with these fucking crackpot ideas, and they get to do them. Like, that's just insane. That's like saying, I've got this cord that's live with no end on it. Let's put it in this bucket of water. What do you think will happen? You know, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, it may have been very, very primitive research into things like harp that they did that, but I mean... The risk that the planet is put at over individual conceptual experiments is insane. You know yeah. the, the hubris. The, Trini- the, the hub-
2: Trinity example is is uh, particularly um, uh, troubling because there was there were there was a myriad of possibilities um, that, that could have gone wrong. Um, and in fact, um, after after Trinity was exploded, um, it did cause a partial um, nuclei chain reaction um, that had it continued um, would have been unstoppable. And, you know, that's one of those weird questions like what happens if you touch dark matter or antimatter or something like, you know. But... The fact of the matter is it knocked out half of uh the highest priced satellites that we had floating around up there at the time um, yep.
1: and,
2: and if eight kill 'em kill 'em kill if kill 'em <laughs> if our favorite
4: take uh, take Tim a shot first, you. take another shot
2: <laughs> <laughs> if our favorite, okay, no tinfoil. I won't even go there.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> But Trinity is is what
4: woke up the aliens, if you believe in them.
2: I have to put it out there. I don't really believe that, but it's funny. To
4: look Why were they? Wait, they were asleep. I thought Americans were asleep.
2: No, uh, Americans are asleep. I, they, I've I've read some some uh, it, at least well worded and clever series um, uh, that that that's when when extraterrestrial eyes were pointed. Our way um, in any significant number for the first time was after we we blew up um, a thermonuclear device 200 miles huh. above our planet in the ionosphere, um, and we all know that the ionosphere is essentially um, and uh, Glenn, what is the word I'm looking for? A capacitor? No, a yeah, uh, ionosphere basically allows different types of energy to travel within it. Um, is it what is that called in in, uh, in electronics? It's a capacitator or a... Glenn, you
0: well, know. it's Well, it has the ability to do different functions. I mean, it depends if it's getting direct energy from the sun or, you know, like it's, it's kind of... it's a conductor first of all and... Right, that's
2: what I was looking for, a conductor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it can behave as a capacitor. It can also behave as an inductor. So I think one of the biggest things that we're, we can live on this planet compared to anywhere else is because when the sun beats on the earth, it's not like a fucking laser beam like it is everywhere else. It gets dispersed. And that's what it does. You know, it... It absorbs and spreads it around. Like even in the summertime, when North America is tilted towards the Earth, even when it's pitch black out, it's not freezing. That's because all that energy from the sun goes around the planet. You know. And that's one of the, the major things that the upper atmosphere does. It insulates. It keeps heat, heat in. It spreads the heat out over the planet. And, yeah, sooner or later, I imagine you keep fucking with that. you're gonna end up with some cracks or some holes or whatever. Now, and as that, far as that, if there's if there's any extraterrestrials out there that were were alerted to us by Trinity, I imagine they just said, "Yo, look at these fucking idiots! Look what they're doing right. yeah like i'm c- I'm convinced that somewhere out there in the solar system where we can't see. There's, like, flashing yellow lights. There's beacons. Stay away from the third rock. Those guys yeah. are fucking nuts.
4: Yeah, yeah. Don't, I, I'm with
0: don't, you, dude. Don't stop yeah, there that, or mean, whatever. Just keep going.
4: Yeah. And, and,
2: and, and I, I mean, that's, that's, like, you know, the, the sort of the humorous fantasy I have is the exact same words you just said. Like, man, if there are aliens, they must have looked down and been like, dumb stupid motherfuckers just blew up, just cracked an atom in their ionosphere. And Harp, which you mentioned earlier, operates in the ionosphere. That's where, um, the, uh, um, you know, the condensed energy from Harp is that then transferred up into the ionosphere and that's where it can kind of do all its work. Um, um, yeah, interesting stuff, really interesting stuff. Um, uh, the holes, the cracks—I think they're they're starting to show, um, you know. Besides just the ozone, which we've been hearing about the, our whole lives, um, you know, I remember hearing the ozone about the ozone when I was seven or eight. But I think there is Harpin uh, uh, has been silent. I had read that. I didn't know that. Thanks, Pop.
0: Um, uh, so yeah, but, but there's a lot more than one. Oh. I mean, oh, yeah. the one in Alaska, the one in Alaska, they shut down. But it's rather a coincidence that they decided to shut down the Alaska Harp after Fukushima. Meanwhile, the ones everywhere else in the world are still operating. So, you know, I mean, yeah. you release this much radiation into the atmosphere, it's got to affect things. And if it does, if they know, they're sure as fuck not going to tell us.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: One hundred
4: percent.
2: Hey Dalek, is Rep on the line?
0: Yes, he is. We're, we're hey, what playing. about? Do
4: you have any Do you have any numbers from seven zero two, dude, that are on there? Uh, not yet, Dalek. but I will definitely look. Okay. And if anybody's
2: right. listening and you got hung up on in the first five or six minutes of the show, I was just flailing on the on the board and just was pressing buttons, so it was of no uh, offense. Call back in. <laughs> All right.
3: Sorry about everything else. It's just like a really bad technical difficulties goal. Word. It was really absolutely ridiculous.
2: Yeah. I, is that um, your system or, or BTR?
3: I think it's my system. And I, what I said about Wi-Fi and stuff, I mean, like, I better... I need some new Wi-Fi or something because <laughs> so this is bullshit. So you,
2: you need a uh, a, mo- a new modem, like a um, a higher baud modem, or, or um, a better, uh, uh, you know, the other thing. There's the modem, and then there's the uh, the tower. Router. Router. Yeah, the router. So you need a new. You modem know what?
1: Don't I think yeah.
2: I need both. You tell me what what you need, we'll get it worked out.
5: Rebel, is Rebel on this line? Yes. Hello. Is this the uh, Candy Crush hotline? This is Candy Crush hotline. How long have you been playing, sir? Jesus Christ. Um, this fucking level seventy six has burned through about six hundred and seventy eight dollars of my bank account. I can't get past it. I'm almost certain that you guys uh, made it nearly impossible to steal everyone's money by getting everyone stuck on level 76. This is fucking horse shit. I blame the Jews. I blame the niggers. I blame the spics. This is bullshit. Jews run this company that made this fucking game. I'm pissed. And I'm not staying quiet anymore. I want past 76, niggers. Oh, yeah.
2: Rebel. <laughs> fuck, yeah. Level 76 seems to be a doozer, huh?
5: Yeah, I even Googled it, and they're like, you got to do this, that, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, fuck, I've been doing that. and fucking the working. The,
2: That's the level where the Jews were like, that's where we'll make our money. Level 76, baby. Exactly.
5: <laughs> fucking horseshit. Who can
2: do some quick numerology and figure out what sort of uh, um, significance? Uh, yeah, tom- tomotic, uh significance. That number has 76. Let's see. Uh, 7. six divided 6. I'm just kidding.
5: Don't Rebel think about it. Don't, don't use a calculator. Don't think too far into it. The guy that made the games a fucking Jew and what he did was he looked through all his Jew gold and he goes, I have 76 pieces of Jew gold. And I've got no more than that. So no one shall make it past the number 76. That's how 76 came about. It's fucking Wait, bullshit. Could,
4: could it be a snub to the American signing of the Declaration of Independence? It could be. Dude, that's
1: 1776?
5: Exactly I think it's the Jew gold thing. It's right. the Rothschilds. Well, the Jews
4: don't like uh, independence. They don't like that. They like control. Through banking, right? right.
2: The money counters, man.
4: Immediately fair. after, they were all about making a state, uh, a federal bank. That's what they wanted. Immediately. Probably.
1: just
2: going to hurt my chances for being the mayor of Boca Raton. That's what I Pro- want to
5: know. Probably. Chances are, <laughs> uh, uh, chances are if I ever decide to retire and become a radio host, uh, all of my radio shows will come back to haunt me in about twenty-two years. <laughs>
2: exactly. Luckily, you, you have people in the stable who can wipe the internet.
5: There you go. Wow. I mean, they're they're gonna want to. They're gonna hire me. They're gonna be like, "You do uh, an excellent radio voice. We want you on uh, Fox News Radio. We want you to do a, a fantastic uh, radio show on uh, the president, uh, who at that point will be probably. Uh, I would have to guess. Justin Timberlake, um, and they're going to be like, you can do it. Uh, we have faith in you. We're going to give you $50 million a year, and then someone's going to walk in the room and be like, uh, we need to have a meeting, and then they're going to play the Roseanne episode, um, and then they're going to fire me. I'm going <laughs> to <be done. laughs>
4: No, dude, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Uh, if you have the president on as your guest, then you do America a favor, and you say, Hey, mister President, would you mind killing yourself on national radio for one oh seven five cool radio, cool rock, one oh three, five, no. seven, eight,
5: seven. I don't even know the number of you my know, radio. Station. You know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be it's gonna be like twenty two years from now. Justin Timberlake is gonna be the president, he's gonna he's gonna pull a Reagan. he's gonna be, you know, uh, big and famous and he's gonna become the president. And this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna have him on my radio show, I'm gonna ask him all these hard questions, hard hitting uh, everyone's gonna love it, and then before I let him go, I'm be like, Mister President, before I let you go, uh, I've got one of your biggest fans here, uh, caller. Welcome, Danny Dan and <laughs> and uh, uh, we're gonna relive uh, all over again, 22 years from now. You wait. Nice. Well, why don't
4: we just all vote for Vermin Supreme, dude? Hmm? There you go. Go all out.
0: JT will Yo, pull out me, the dick in the box, and it's true. all over.
4: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, why would you not vote for the dick in the box?
5: While I've got everyone uh, uh, on the radio listening to my voice and everyone that's in the chat room, uh, I want you to do yourself a favor: go to YouTube and look up uh, the, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. No. And, uh, uh, nope. Hold, no. Hold on. Hold on. There's nope. a clip. There's a clip that's fucking hilarious that they played on there. Um, then he must
4: not be the star of the clip because he ain't fucking funny.
5: Uh, he's not the star of the clip. If you go to YouTube, just type in Brian Williams uh, Rapper for the uh, It's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. I watched it about nine times today. Do that. Uh, you will watch it two or three times, then you'll tweet at me and you're like, "That's the funniest thing I've ever, have ever seen in my entire life." You're the ever? best thing. You're the best thing to ever happen to Twitter. Seeing y rebel, uh, you are my master. I want to suck your dick, even if I'm a man. That's what I feel say. like. like you're patronizing us. That's how good this video is. Rebel is a
4: professional
2: patronizer, but the fact of the matter is a huge heart. So let him patronize you because it's good for (laughs) you. But right, uh, and and also what Rebel's done is brought together um, some people um, who have completely divergent views and approaches to. to some of the issues we face, and um, both on a day-to-day level and a larger level, and given uh, given us a platform to um, um, to express those uh, thoughts, and um, like tomorrow night to uh, you know fucking so give something back, and um, I, I know there's a a fine line between you know throwing up a we pay with all you know, when, when you know, when you're out of fucking weed or something. Um, Jackal. But, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking of, you know. But there's also a time where that shit is appropriate and people need help. And, um, you know, deciphering between uh, the two is difficult. And you basically have to just go with your heart. Um, and... Uh, you know, I think uh, I, I think it's a good thing, and I'm going to leave it at that. Pup took the words right out of my mouth. Give it all back. Pay that shit forward. Um,
3: okay. Um, out of curiosity, what uh, who who should I give the twenty dollar gift card uh, from Walmart? Out of curiosity, just give me
4: the mailing address and I'll put it right over there. Uh, to burn it. That's what you ought to do. Is burn it. <laughs> fuck Walmart.
2: <laughs> no, they sell, they sell nitrous
4: Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's Burn that shit. Don't support really child not... labor. What the fuck, dude?
2: It, it, Walmart is horrid, dude. I've barely ever been in there. But, but Dalek, this is what I think we should do with that. Um, have you ever seen that uh, pay with a tweet thing? Rebel or, or Glenn? Uh,
0: uh maybe... <clears throat> no, pay with a tweet. no.
4: Do you is have
5: Walmarts in Canada?
0: Are you kidding? There's Walmarts on the fucking moon.
5: Oh, there are. Walmarts, Wal-Mart's <laughs> are the best places ever. They're, they have everything you want for cheap, and they treat their employees well, and they pay them well, and they get to wear blue uniforms. It's, I want to work at Walmart. That's all You, cool you know what I, I
4: hear? You know what I hear about Walmart? I hear that people tell me. They tell me. I don't know if this is true. It could be a myth. It could be like the leprechaun. But... I hear that if you burn a Walmart to the ground, they'll build another one tomorrow. So, in other words, what I'm saying is endless entertainment day after day. Just burn Walmarts down day after day, dude. It's an I, arsonist paradise.
5: They, they, they did will that, just
4: keep rebuilding it.
5: They did that on uh, on um, 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 South Park. They had a Walmart episode on South Park, and it was really, yeah, really dude.
4: funny. It was, it was really good. The heart of Walmart. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> that was uh, that was a great episode of uh,
3: yeah. South Park. Uh, and I was for um,
5: I want everyone, everyone to go look on Twitter. I just I just posted that video, that YouTube video. You need to go there. You need to listen to it. Me there.
2: I am going to watch it, and also Rebel. What I need is an update. Who is winning the uh, Nicolas Cage uh, Photoshop extravaganza? Um, go to yeah.
0: my go to my slideshow.
2: Yeah, his. I, his, I saw it. It's fucking so ro- <laughs> made, uh, so funny.
0: He's got. That's lady's, uh, That's Lady Zohar that made them. Lady Zoh made them for me for the slideshow for the show tomorrow. Those are awesome.
2: Ah, the
4: riff. that's awesome.
0: And, he's going all, and he's that, going
5: all out. I usually just steal him from Google.
4: What's the, What time is the show tomorrow? <laughs> um, well, there's.
2: So what time are we kicking off? Is Rage kicking off? At what time?
5: Uh, Rage Radio will be from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, followed by Anti-Crisis and like Third Rail Radio from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern, followed by 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Revolution Radio featuring Canadian Glenn. He will cover the Olympics and have a fundraiser for Anon Chimp.
4: Nice. I don't know which one of those I'll start at. Uh, I'm working tomorrow, starting at six p.m. So we'll see.
2: Tomorrow we shall i shall see. Getting on the plane and I'm
4: going from Vermont,
2: where it is—it's actually warm right now, but it's fucking. You know, it's hell out there. It's slushy. There's like two feet of wet snow on the ground. It's 33 degrees. I'm going to Miami. Fucking, I'm going to put my big, fat, gold robe on that Danny sent me. I'm going to put my Bermuda shorts on. I'm going to grab an eight ball and a fucking Corona, and I'm going to lamp, and then I'm going to be on the radio. Fucking turn. Nice, dude. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's my plan, and the funny rebel and I were talking early in the week and this is shoot the shit radio folks. So this is what we do.
1: Um,
2: and, uh, I had actually totally forgotten that we were going to, that I was going to Florida this week. Um, but, uh, I was kind of like, Oh man, I'm going to Florida. And, uh, then work ended today. all well, and now I am on vacation and stuff. So that's my report. Uh, Legion
3: ops.
4: We gonna left. Yeah, I'm not catching any of that,
5: dude. Uh, Dalek is Dalek is going straight fucking Patriot. Greg, uh, I feel like I'm that Domino's commercial where the guy's like, "Am, am I in a tunnel? No. Are Are you in a tunnel?"
2: <laughs> dude, I swear, to Dalek, I'm sending you a whole. New, I'm sending you
4: a server tomorrow. I'm sending you Google. I'm telling you, dude. Start a Kickstarter for him. Well, I mean, the, the, guy,
5: the guy can't even use his fucking telephone because he's got his dial-up going. He's only using 42 of his 56K modem. I mean, come on, man. you got to do better than this. I mean, <laughs> at least Canadian Glenn is using uh, what's McCall. What what's that thing called you plug into your, uh, your thing there? What, what were you using there for a while? I was like hot using hot. Magic Jack.
0: No, I was oh. using
5: Magic Jack. It's fucking garbage
0: fucking garbage. Magic,
4: magic well, I'm not jack. buying one of those. Thank god. The USB no. port. No. The USB. Yeah, but Bud. I'm d-
0: I'm done with that now and uh I think things have been a lot better since I got rid of that
5: piece of shit. Yeah, you right? haven't you haven't,
2: you haven't Gregged at all tonight.
1: So um, I
5: have a feeling I have a feeling Glenn is going to do fantastic tomorrow with no audio problems. I'm going to be in the background. I probably won't even come on the show. I'm just going to stick in the background if he needs me. But I know there's only a couple minutes left here, but I want to let everyone know, uh, Glenn has been training uh, for this episode of Revolution Radio for two months. Um, he has been doing jaw exercises. Um, He's been, he been staying up late to watch the Olympics just to get into the flow of being wide awake from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., which is Revolution Radio, tomorrow night, Canadian Glenn. Um, and he is ready to go. I mean, he is ready to go. He's ready to handle any situation. He's ready to ban Vince in the Bay. He's just ready to go.
4: <laughs> hey, if anybody well, you... doesn't know, if anybody doesn't know Glenn is uh, sidetracked with Blue Vino, he is the producer of that show. He's the guy in the booth during the whole show. Every show. He Glenn in the booth, that's that's him. Glenn
5: yeah. Glenn is Robin Quivers. That's that's who Glenn is. Glenn <laughs> yeah. is a big black lady with a big ass fucking haircut. And my my heart goes out to Glenn. I love Canadian <laughs> Glenn. He's gonna do a fantastic job. I can't wait to hear it tomorrow. Right. Yeah, so yeah. uh one
2: of the so corners, I'm, is on my little corner of the internet. Uh tomorrow's gonna be
5: awesome. Robin and, fucking uh, quivers? Yes, robin fucking quivers. You are the robin. So I'm a, you're the robin quivers of my heart. <laughs>
0: okay, so I so I'm like NC then in some way.
5: Yes, you are African American in some way. Okay. <laughs> well, well and I hope that
4: you put on your resume that you produce our show because that's what you do. <laughs> right? Virtually.
2: Yo, you guys did right. go to an hour show, Vito. You know?
1: I don't have
4: any money. I am a poor person. Do you understand? I'm a poor person. I live below the poverty line. I tried to apply for Obamacare to check out some fucking lumps I have, or had. I don't have them anymore. Thankfully, I think they were just cysts, and they went away. But, like, I was like, fuck, I better sign up for Obamacare. I didn't want to do it, but I did. And you know what they told me? You don't qualify. (laughs) You you have to get state aid. You have to get Medicaid. And I was like, well, son of a bitch. Even if I wanted to pay for my own insurance, they won't allow me.
5: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. hold on. Uh, there's only 25 seconds left in the show. We are going to go into a little bit of overtime. If you're listening to the show right now, call in 646-929-1480. All the fun happens in overtime. 646 646- you got 10 seconds, go, 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 run to your phone, run to your Skype, 646-929-1480, and you're fucked. And that is
3: why I the
2: boss, man, that was awesome, dude. That was, that's good, dude. That was fun. All the Hopefully. fun does happen over time, too. I've heard some funny-ass shit in overtime.
5: Man. That's where the fun stuff happens because people kind of lighten up a little bit. They know not a lot of people yeah. are, are listening. They don't realize yeah. that they're being recorded for the archive, so they, uh, they really open up. But um, I do think Glenn should put on his resume that, um, you know, even though Glenn is, is uh, you know, from Canada and we shouldn't hold it against him because they have a pretty good hockey team. Um, he should put on his resume that one foot of him is African American, and it's it's in his deep. Don't worry. <laughs> I I, I wish it was that for, one for foot.
0: Refraction? You no, whip like, that thing I around, would...
5: whip that thing around like a helicopter. You fucking fly all around town waving at bitches. So I all wish right? that I wish I wish, I, wish,
0: I wish that was the one foot of me that's black. That would be all right. <laughs>
5: And said he got the, the nose.
4: Well, hey, you guys, yeah. scientifically, scientifically uh, speaking, uh, the average uh, length of a male is about six inches, five to six. That's the average. Yeah. And the yeah. average depth of a white female is five to six.
0: Funny so, how that works, huh?
4: Hey? It is, it is. And the average uh, length of a black male is like Eight to nine, the average depth of a black female is eight to nine. So, here's the answer to all of that shit. If there's a chick and that's what, and she's white and that's what she's into, that means, yeah, you're a whore. <laughs> because <laughs> if you're deeper than the average, then like either you're, you know, oh, you're one of those like freaks of nature. You've got way deeper than average, or like. Yeah, you fuck around too much. You've worn, you've worn the shit out. The warranty is run out. Sorry, no refunds.
5: This is over. <laughs> like shaking it, sticking a trash can. That that happens too. There's like white women that are like, No, I'm not that loose. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty tight. You know, I'm 35. Then next thing you know, they make a video and they're popping a sofa out of their crotch. You're like, Well, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're wrong. But I will tell cool. you this. Um... <laughs> There are only two things related to a black person that are a foot long. Uh, the black person's dick and the food stamp receipt after they go to the grocery store. Those <laughs> are the only things that are one foot long.
4: Any more though, dude, like grocery receipts are long. Can you get a short grocery receipt?
5: No, no. They, they, they print off like fucking, uh, you know, take this quiz and win a gift card, and then yeah, this yeah. is your, your receipt and your gift receipt and your customer receipt and a duplicate of the customer receipt and then a duplicate of the duplicate of the duplicate just in case you lose the duplicate, duplicate, and the duplicate. And it's insane, and they give it to you, and you're like, well, I got my trees and a small pine tree. Thank you.
4: <laughs> By the way, did you know you earned points today? Here's how many points you earned. Did you know you could buy gasoline outside with these points? Yeah, I kind
2: of that. Uh, I wear a large uh, day glow orange button on my shirt when I go to the grocery store that says, I'm not playing the Rachel Ray game. I'm not taking any quizzes. Fuck off. And it's nice. incredibly effective. Incredibly.
5: Really? I like going to the candy section and stealing all the samples.
4: We don't, I we don't like have do that around full here. Full Where fruit? the hell do you live that
5: you have that shit? <laughs> uh, I have a grocery store here that they have a big wall of, like, candy. And they have flaps on them, and you can dig into the candy. Like, any candy you can think of. You dig into the candy with a little shovel thing, and you fill a bag, and then you weigh it, and you get charged by the whatever, Bam. the candy. But you can just flip it up and try them. And it says right there, you know, uh, you know, Taste test them if you want. So, you know, I've never had Skittles in my life. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll try a Skittle. Um, this is pretty good. I'm going to seriously think about buying one of these. Oh, look, a Hershey Kiss. You know, I'm moving mm-hmm. my way down the line. Next thing you know, i got a sour stomach, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get my bread and get out of here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a, we have co-ops in Vermont, and they have, like, everything you could possibly imagine in bulk food bins.
4: And you can go in there and have a fucking Thanksgiving meal. Do Wait, they like you stuff. mean to tell me you have co-ops in a nation that's not communist or socialist? I don't believe uh, it. Vermont, Vermont is both communist and socialist. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't. The entire believe United,
0: it. the entire United States has a lot of socialist things all over the fucking place. Why doesn't everybody yeah. just realize this?
4: I know it. I know. <laughs> that's
2: hey, my I mean, point. For the, Politically, any 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 isms, any schism. Bob said it a long time ago. If it's on paper, you know what we fucked it up. So yeah. we practice some amalgamation of well, mostly corporate plutocracy, so a, a nice heaping portion of socialism, some good old fashioned fascism, um, uh-huh. and. Maybe a dash of free market enterprise
4: and a no no. Of- I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't even dash free market. Right because on. You can't you can't say free if it isn't free. You cannot. It's like saying, well, this Hold is on. kind of true. like what do you mean free as in as in you can't right, yeah, free so market. You a can't finished? say something's a free market if if it's regulated. You can't. Right, okay. It's just impossible. I- it doesn't so, make sense. You know, we, we've had we corporate say... we've had corporate law since day one. We've had corporate law since the very first day. They were thinking, well, all right, you can have corporations, but we need to watch them like a hawk. I'm like, why have a corporation? All it does is absolve the owners and the people who run the place of any responsibility. They should feel the pain firsthand if they fuck up. That's their job is to be like, holy shit, we fucked up, and we're getting sued. We wouldn't have billionaires if there was no such thing as corporations because they would have have, all lawsuits against them, and they would be like, son of a bitch. I am losing a ton of money on these lawsuits from – I can't cut corners. I can't cut corners. If I cut corners, I'm going to get sued. But that's not yeah. how it is. If you have a corporation, it's like, well, the business gets sued. It doesn't matter. You put it in the bills.
1: That's I have right. no problem
4: with people going out
2: and, you know, hitting the timing and and, and the prevalent quantum wave of the, of the moment and um, making a ton of money. Um, that's free market enterprise. Um, I support that. What I don't support is what you're getting at is the double standard um, and one set of regulations and rules that's written for uh, the corporation. Once it becomes powerful enough to um, influence politics, on, you know, from a small scale like town, municipal, city, all the way up to uh, world, um, you know, that's sort of when they, they get the insulation of the of the the corporate name
4: but the united states was set up as a corporate as a corporation true yeah i i never said that it was a good idea from the start it's the whole thing has been fucked from day one
0: (laughs) yeah well the reason go ahead the reason for that the reason for that is because they needed a loan from france to fight the english so they had no fucking choice
2: and if even you yep. go back, for, you know, further, the first charter that was written for Jamestown, that's a corporate document, you know? And then you go you, you go up a little bit, you know, what, 100 years, 120 years to the Pilgrims um, and uh, Plymouth Rock and all that shit. Same, you know, same thing. They,
4: they, um, well, no, they didn't do so bad. The Pilgrims didn't do so bad. I mean well, they, when it comes to had, when it comes to peace if you're looking for peace if you're looking for um, harmony I think the best example is the very first pilgrims because the very first pilgrims landed they had a hard time half of them died the native americans were like look we understand you're not a threat because you're dying like flies you're you true. Yeah. right yeah. and so yeah. they're like we're going to help you out and so they each other, they adopted each other's lifestyles together, no questions asked. I couldn't, I, when I heard about this history, I was like, why don't they teach this shit in school? Because this is amazing that, one, you know, pilgrims could come here and just adopt their way of life. Indians would adopt the other's way of life a little bit. Both of them just, however it worked, and they worked it together. And they did fine. It wasn't until they all grew and had bigger communities. Once it got really big, that's when people got paranoid because and Indians you know, had guns. We've touched on this before in in one of our conversations,
2: um, and I think you know the two of the, the biggest reasons why there was this night, this um, this this moment uh, <coughs> of uh, of harmony between. Two very different people was a lot of the people who came over, um, you know, on on the Plymouth uh, Rock mission were Quakers, um, right? You know, or or the first in, you know, ver- version one beta of Protestants, right? Um, and um, Quakers, um, they talk the talk and they walk the walk. I wouldn't want to be a Quaker. Um, no. they, or a shaker um, No, but you know what? Uh, they do um, speak of uh, harmony within your environment um, and, um, and harmony with neighbors and keeping problems within your own community, within your own construct. Um, and obviously the central, you know, the central sort of mantra of Quakerism is, is pacifism. Um, and I think that that in some odd way the, the Quaker um, philosophy, um, if you reduce it, isn't that different than the naturalist philosophy that Native Americans were practicing and, and do still practice for a great part. And so, um, and, and the second part of this um, equation would be that the time it took um, from news to get from Plymouth Rock back to the old world saying, yo, I think we got a foothold, we might be able to make some money here, that, it, there, was, there was a period that, that took
4: a while, you know, like five years. Mm-hmm. And if you look but, at that... But hearing that, that's where the fascists were like, well, you mean we can be fascists over there? Great. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, 100%. You know, once yeah. that scout came back, you know, the, the the scout that the crown sent with the, the Quakers and the Shakers and the Pinta and the Puntas and the boats and, and all that, like, you know, once that scout was like, yo, these Quakers, they're on something. They can, They can, they can do this shit. It's not going to be like Jamestown. They're not going to be eating each other in three months. I'm going yeah. back. And I'm giving the fucking stock report that this market is open, it is exploitable, and let's go let's do it and 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 if when the next expedition came back that's that's when genocide occurred that's when when full on fucking imperialistic
4: invasion occurred um and uh this this country is nothing to be proud of it's not i
2: i i like right off the bat, I so agree with you, but nothing no country is is worth being proud
4: of
0: no, no they're you know? not
4: they're all they all have a state <laughs> they all have a state, so
0: yeah well, yeah well you know what you know why that is is because people run them that's why. Yeah. It's yeah. it's people. It's people, man. I mean, Dementical. you go back to Yeah, it's you go back to the with, it's go not back, back to people. the
2: founding What sort of construct to the people did they start fucking
1: up?
0: No, 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 no. No, you go back to the founding fathers, Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine's responsible for the way the United States developed. He was the one who pushed to make it a corporation to get the loan from France and no, from Holland to you know, I mean, some of these guys that are seen as great founding fathers—they're not. They're, they're the not. ones. They're, they're the ones who pissed in the pot from day one. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've meanwhile you've got guys like John Adams, and Thomas Jefferson, and Benjamin Franklin, who, you know, they had principles, but they could compromise. They could go with the flow. They could change their minds. Other guys like Payne. If they didn't get what they wanted, they just fucking blackmailed everybody. You know? Yeah. I yeah, mean, exactly. like New York, New York State and Pennsylvania State just about prevented the creation of the United States. Yeah. Hey, especially, Glenn.
2: Especially um, William Penn.
4: Glenn, did yeah. you ever see the HBO uh, series about
0: John Adams? Yes, I bought it.
4: What did you think of that?
0: I thought it was very good. I, thought it was I did very too. Good. I, yeah.
4: It, it kind of uh, made me. It kind, honestly, to be truthful, it kind of made me sad because of all of the founding fathers, he seemed to be the one that was the most resentful of everything they did. He seemed yeah. in the in the series at least. I don't know if it's true. I don't know how accurate it is, but it, it seemed to me that John Adams was the one who went into it the most. Um, reluctantly, to, to yeah. say, like, fuck, this is just not the right way to do this. I'm, I'll yeah. do it, but fucking this is wrong. This is not right.
5: Before I before I go smoke my cigarette, I just got to say this. <coughs> if, if our finding, founding fathers would have had Jewish lawyers, none of this shit would have happened. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I will be right back. I'm going to smoke.
0: <laughs> the country wouldn't have happened. Fuck.
4: No, no, I mean, it wouldn't have, but I don't know. I don't
0: know. History, one of those
1: funny funny like, It's throughout like,
2: history, like, we can rattle them off, like, um, like Thomas Paine. people who, Derek Lost, or KY Anonymous, that guy, who see it, who see a situation, you know, worm tongue, who see a situation, they see an angle, and they are manipulators and, um... And subversives by nature, and if, they—they—you if, know—if they're good at, at that type of thing, um, they can—you know—one individually can certainly swing the sort of the projected path of uh, of um, something into right back into itself and into a dark direction. Um, you know, the same. The thing about, like, this country is nothing to be proud of, like, I, 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 I mean, frankly, that's my opinion, right? Like that, I, you know, being a patriot and all that shit, man, it's, it's
1: ridiculous
2: to me. It's absolutely asinine to go fight for, yep. for your country asinine. Yeah. Yet I yeah. understand the camaraderie between the soldiers when they're in the, in the battle, Right. I can empathize with that, but I have I can't empathize with the people who send them, the, you know, the young men and women to fight and die.
4: So, well, I always wonder what would happen if our youth would quit signing up. What if they just stopped and they said, no, morally, I don't agree with anything our military is doing, period. And they just quit. And never signed anybody, up again. What would they do?
2: It, it would collapse. And what you just said is the key. If anybody ever wants to get serious about change and transition or revolution in this country, turn your fucking
1: back.
4: You know? Well, out of the you street, do know that historically speaking, if you, if you go throughout history, the only thing that actually causes change, the only thing, it's not voting... It's not protesting. The only thing that has ever historically caused change is civil disobedience. Which Glenn yep. I know you've seen Dax <laughs> I know you've seen Scott. He'll go on his tirades where one day he'll be he'll have wild hair up his ass and all he'll do all day is fucking tweet the hashtag civil disobedience. Yep. Yeah. And that's that because that's the only way you you have to well, it's disobey. It's true.
0: It's true. I mean, look at Gandhi. That's
5: a perfect example. Exactly.
0: Hashtag hey. Canadians.
5: Hashtag Canadians did nine eleven. That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna tweet that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know,
5: uh,
2: Len, tomorrow night I have um, on your show. I have a little a little surprise for, uh, for Rebel. I can't I can't say I went out and bought it or anything. I had him. I had a couple of them in, in the closet. Uh, so uh, I'll kick you a DM on what it is. But uh, save five minutes to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's not
0: yeah. problem. I, you know... You
2: know uh, I, can, uh, I can do it on my show, actually, because that would be afterwards. So that would be kind of the end. Um, but uh, I have uh, a couple uh, awesome uh, throwback, signed throwback jerseys. Um and, uh, rebel you get to take your pick. I wish I had a fucking Knickerbocker one,
4: but I don't. Um, hey, someone actually, was asking about our next album. I don't remember who it was. Someone was asking about the next album.
1: Galeck and I Lugino. were
4: at. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much done. Um, the only thing we were working on was the cover. We had some ideas and shit. And then, um... Surprisingly, uh, Scott came up with the cover, and, you know, I showed it to my wife, and she was like, well, she's like our third, she's our, um, uh, what do you call it, non-partial type of person who's is she, outside. Is she, is she hot? Yeah. Not, yeah she's not
0: your idea. Yoko Ono. She's Yoko Dude, no, Yoko, no, Jesus, don't say okay
4: that. Not hot. I'm sorry, but Yoko is not hot. I, no, I, I mean, what.
0: within the band. Within the band, she's the Yoko. It's the
4: dynamic. No, because she isn't going to break up the band either.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay.
4: No, yeah, you don't have yeah. to worry about that. Blue
0: but, blue black, like, black, so anyways, we black, Scott took this,
4: this thing and made, like, a fucking album cover, and I was actually like, that's not bad, dude. So... He he came up with an album cover. We had this really artistic idea, but we could never get it done because neither of us have a good camera that will take high-def pictures. And a lot of the shit that I need to do needs to be high-def pictures. But So he he did something, and we, I think we're going to go with that. So that was today. So that means, boom, album cover is done. I can put the stuff on uh, Amazon for free. And as soon as that's done, I can get the UPC code, I can put the stuff and send it to Pandora, which is what I was waiting on. I wanted to get the stuff sent to Pandora so that they would – because we're not on Pandora. And to me, I'm thinking, well, I don't know about you guys, but I use Pandora. I love Pandora. Pandora is awesome. That's how I find music that I don't listen to. Because they're like, well, you like Tom Waits, you like Pink Floyd, you like this, well, then you would like this, too. And I'm like, thank you, because I have no idea where to find this shit, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah, I hear you. Uh
2: Since you and I talked last, I've listened to a lot of your music, man. Um,
4: Um, Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: You guys are fucking really good, man.
1: God. Hey, we try
4: really hard. It, it's not easy. It's not easy because I I don't know if you knew this, but Scott lives in Vegas. Yeah. I live in Ohio. Yeah, and we we put this stuff together two thousand miles apart. It's hard. It's fucking hard.
5: But we do it. Uh, yeah, I. I you I know need, uh, what? I was ahead, gonna Brad. say was if you if you keep working hard and you keep writing good music. And you keep on it and keep motivated. Someday, just someday, you may be as good as the Black Messiah. I dude.
4: The Black Messiah
2: track with with the beat?
5: Dude, that thing fucking pumps, man.
4: I don't even know what that is. What? Is, what's the Black Messiah? What?
5: You don't know who the Black Messiah?
4: Is? No. For, you must be the uh, whitest this, well, Hold in on, hold on. To give you a reference material, our like between me and Scott, our favorite band is Pink Floyd. So start yeah. there, and then be like, okay, so they like Pink Floyd. They stopped making albums in the nineties, and their best stuff was like in the seventies.
5: Seventies. So, so if you love Pink Floyd, then Black Messiah is right up your alley. Pretty much the same time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Eye is, is also I'm with as, Glenn I'm I'm kind of thinking like that you're probably lying
2: It's performance art man the, the kid is a genius man and um I I do I do I keep up on him and Danny shit that they put out on uh they have a well, I think it's their YouTube channel but uh um, SoundCloud. and on and on SoundCloud and uh the Black Messiah just leapt forward like uh, Eon with with this new track, and and it is it is half performance art, but I tell you, it's fucking it's pretty sharp
4: as a tack. And uh, well, musically, uh, what would you say? What genre would you put it with, or genre? Train Yeah, rap. Satire. Rap. It's, it's if, satire. You if you don't know me. Then you obviously don't know that I hate rap. Uh, but I think some,
5: you some of his largest just... some of his largest hits are uh, entitled uh, "Hitler Did Nothing Wrong" and "Versace 911."
4: I, I really don't care. Uh, rap to me is I cannot listen to it. Uh, let you, me put it this way: Do you have any pet peeves where, like, something happens and you're just like, "Fuck! I need to leave the room. I need to leave uh, and go somewhere else." because this it would is be on my nerves, that's rap to me. Is me.
1: Yeah.
4: And people are like, what's wrong with you? How come you hate this, and why are you like that? And I'm like, yeah, I can't explain it. I wish that's, that I was the I type of person I could you be like, be no, I get it. Like, for example, black. Scott will send me the, uh, like, the rap battles, where it'll be like, oh, this is kind of funny. It's or not Moses, like, uh, Mozart versus uh, some other artist. And it's a rap battle, and it's supposed to be funny. I can't even listen to those. So, like, it's great. It like, breaks, like huh? the,
2: the the meter and and just the rhythm just integrates you. Well, like I, it's the... I cannot be in the same room with, like, reality TV. Uh, um, yeah,
4: yeah, equate it to that, because that, yeah. to me, is it's rape to music. It's raping music. Your you're friend. you're taking computers and you bought shit because you're a lazy asshole or you made it that way because it's not that hard. I could fucking make beats and and people make beats just to sell them. And I'm like, it's, uh, uh, uh stop. you doing Stop, it, like, why are you doing that's not art. That's not how art works. It'd be it'd be like if I made paintings almost complete. And I was like, whatever, you fucking finish it, um, and I'll you pay me, and you fucking put the barn in there. I did a Bob Ross painting, but I didn't put the barn in there. You put the barn in there. <laughs> I'm gonna put you know? some. Ha- I'm gonna put some happy trees over
5: here. <laughs> Only no terrific.
4: no nice voice sound that I want to hear, so that I can relax while I listen to you talk about the happy barn. You know, I'm missing I, out. I, I, I don't want to hear that shit
2: unrepentant fan of uh, of the blackside i like anything that um provokes uh
4: people to talk um about things um well uh, you you'll probably like the next album there's a lot of songs on there that are i mean
1: like they're esoteric
4: I mean, they're not as political as our first album I mean they are there's political overtones, but they're more esoteric spiritual type of things that are but
2: like your music not politically. like isn't even it's like you know your your music you know is a... I, I lost the analogy, but they're not it's like not even the same not it's not even it's beyond a different genre it's a different uh animal altogether. And I'll stop advocating for Black Messiah, but um, but I'm with you on like the the uh, there's certain things um, that regardless of the spirit of them or or uh, the motive or the intention of them, um, just the way your mind receives signals, it's like oh my God, fuck that, I'm out, um, right. and that does totally right. exist. Uh, and I like I said like you know my wife's like. One of her only uh, sort of Achilles' heels is she likes reality TV. I cannot be in the same fucking room. I mean, yeah. I can hear that, you know, hear that shit, and it it, it uh, causes me anxiety, cognitive
4: dissonance, and duress.
5: I got a question for the for the Blue Vinyl guys. Um, Vino. Vino.
4: vino. Oh, Jesus It's Christ. Italian. It's Italian. It's uh, vino is Italian for wine. Oh. And if you saw our logo, it's a wine glass. Um,
5: I I did see that. I like that.
4: There you uh, there you go. You
5: the, get it. The question I have is: I'm on your website. I'm on the the uh, the website. What was it Reverb Nation or something like that? Reverb Nation. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and um, I I see that you guys are uh uh. Have some of your shows here, and it, it's, it's it's telling me that I can buy tickets to your Aruba Hotel uh, August Fourteenth, Two Thousand and Nine show. My question is, if I buy those tickets, will you come here and replay that show for me?
4: <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking, I'll half my fucking time and you go back Fucking genius, man.
5: It sounds <laughs> they they awesome. it says they sound like Pink Floyd. Um, you know, Sinatra, the Doors. See I'm a Doors fan. I'm a big doors fan. They're probably really? my favorite band. I'm a Jim Morris really? junkie. Um so if you I, have I heard might have our
4: to get the You need to listen to it because yeah, my you know, voice is a low baritone. I don't know if you could tell from the phone. A phone I'm using a telephone to call, like a landline. So it probably alters my voice quite a bit, but
5: I I hope your music just um Come on, come on, come on! Touches me all night long. I want to listen to it. I'm gonna actually uh, listen to some of your songs when the radio shows over, and um, I, you might have a new fan on your hands.
4: Awesome! I, That's I fucking think awesome. You will. Um, yeah, man. You guys, your
2: guys' stuff is great. They do some covers of Pink Floyd, which is incredible, which are incredible. Um, we played one on our last uh, shoot the shit show, and uh, yeah, I've. F- it's nice,
4: dude. Which one did you play? I, I missed it. I was working. We played, what did you um, play?
2: The Pink Floyd cover. Um, hold on. What was it saying?
4: Oh, it was um, um, Little Black Book with my poems in it and that shit.
5: That I, I don't remember heard. the name of that. Hold on. Oh, anti- I, I, anti-cris- I, Anti-Crisis. I, while, you're, while you're in Miami, uh, just a word of advice, thinking about the Doors. If you're in Dade County, uh, do not get on any type of stage and reveal your penis. Uh, if people don't like that, you'll get arrested. It's You'll have to go to Paris to kill yourself. It's bad Bad news. It's pretty bad.
4: Yeah, I think Dude, it's pretty bad. Good old Dade County, baby. Rebel Who all is still was... on the phone? Is Glenn still here? No, I think
2: Glenn's back on Twitter.
4: Oh, Damn. Well, I was going to say, like with the second album, we had a special treat coming um, that uh, Dax and I are working on. Scott, uh, we were going to redo Suicide is Painless and offer it for free on Reverb Nation for anybody to download, just for fun. Because we like that song. Uh, My mom asked me to redo it because it's my... My grandfather used to watch that show all the time, and so she loved that song and all that stuff. And I redid it a long time ago, and she heard it, and she was like, that's amazing, I love it. And so we're going to redo that one. We're working on it right now. And as soon as it's done, we're going to put it up there for free so people can just download it. Because I can't can't do it not for free, because then if I make money off of it, they'll sue me. But if I don't make any money, then it's legal. So... I'm just gonna put it up there for free, so people can be like, "Oh, awesome!" They redid "Suicide Is Painless." It's an awesome song.
2: Dude, like one of my new things is that. Um, actually, I picked up from rebels. I'm at a point in my career. I'm a chef, cook, whatever you call it. I've got a shit job. Right. Chit shop, right? Uh, it's eight hours a day. I can do the job in three and a half hours a day and do it really well. Um, And I'm I'm fortunate, right? So for the first time in my life, um, I have some extra time. And if you need help with any part of any musical process, whether it's just fucking writing little notes for uh, your website or, um, you know, anything, dude, fucking hit me
4: up. Do you play an instrument or anything, or what do you do? I do not. Um, I, I, play, I, I, I play, just, play the
5: spoons. I
4: play you play the spoon? skin flute? Is that what you said?
5: Yeah, I have a flashlight on my keychain.
4: <laughs> <laughs> on my keychain. <laughs> <laughs> on my keychain. That's a huge fucking keychain, dude. <laughs> or a tiny one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a gigantic keychain. True. You can um, fucking knock oh. someone out with your keychain. <laughs> I that's <don't, laughs> not
5: it's very uncomfortable in my pocket.
4: Yeah. But yeah, no? Incredibly important to me.
2: And, um, you know, I'm in a trade that uh, um, runs the gamut, as does the mu- music business, I guess, that runs the gamut
4: from. Dude, the music um, business has completely changed over the years. Uh, it's as far as I mean it's like. It's not a know, business anymore. It's not a business. It's a fucking war. Music is a war right now. I blame it's, the Jews. Yeah, you should. You well, fucking should, dude. And you don't even know. You don't even fucking know. If you go back in the archives, dude, um, on Sidetracked, Do you have you ever listened to our show?
5: Uh, yes, a couple times.
4: Okay. If you go back in the archives, dude, there's one show where uh, the I don't remember what it's called, but it, you'll see it. It's near the beginning. It's like the fourth or fifth show. Dude, I lay out the paper trail, how you can prove that the music industry is run by Rockefellers and Rothschilds. It's run by them. So the the whole, like, well, Jews control. It's a joke, but it's funny, and but it's fucking true, man. I'm sorry. Well, it's that's fucking the true. Thing about They've ruined the entire thing. We don't it need sucked. conspiracy theories because the so much... The truth is weirder than it, conspiracy theories.
2: Exactly. It really yeah. is, man. It's, you know, it's, it, if you just fucking take a cursory look at
4: the Who owns history. of this company? Who owns yeah. that company? What, I mean, okay, can, so it's, then it's, this person bought out that company, and they own this, and then, okay, so, and then, oh, so they bought it out, and then a year later, Beaver gets signed, and then a year later, this person gets signed. It's bullshit, and you're like, oh, my God.
5: I mean, it's, This it's, is it's, why
4: it's, music sucks.
5: It's unraveling. It's First cool thing. They flew planes into our buildings and now they're taking over the music industry. This is not good, folks.
4: No. I think it nope. Up way
2: around, Brett. I think they I, wish it, I wish it was a joke. I wish
5: it was a joke.
4: It's, it's not. So
2: not. They took over the music or the music business first, then Hollywood, and then they flew the planes into into the towers.
5: Yeah, that's just They took over I, Vegas is what they did.
4: No, dude, I lived in Vegas, and I can tell you who was ruining Vegas. I wish it were Jews, and it was that complicated.
5: It's not the Italians, um, is it?
4: Nope. No. After they got the mob out, dude, fucking my wife's, uh, uh, her, her uh, brothers and sisters, which are like, she's adopted, so they're like 20 years older than her. And so, like, but their generation, dude, They're running Vegas. It's like a bunch of people that went to high school together. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they're running casinos. And so they only hire people they went to school with, and they're running the place into the ground to the point where people are like, man, you know, I really miss the mob. I miss the fucking mafia. And the reason is because, well, when the mafia ran the place, they treated you like family because they didn't make fucking money if you were shit. And you felt like shit. If you felt like shit and you didn't want to be there, they were like, fuck, you know, we're our employees are pissed off. They don't want to be here. They cha- They the mafia cared, dude. It's weird. It's weird to people. They're like, well, they did illegal shit and they killed people. And for me, I'm like, oh, I'm an anarchist and, you know, I if you're killing someone, why are you killing them? You know, what the fuck happened? It's really kind of none of my business, but – a lot of people that have been there for years are like they didn't kill anybody that didn't deserve it, and I'm like, wow. So you've lived here that long that you're like, I know who they killed and they fucking deserved it. Yeah, yeah, they, that's yeah, exactly but, and, right.
2: And, you know, take that what you just said about Vegas and and scale it up a little bit. I, I you know I think that's a pretty good summation of what's wrong across the board. Mm-hmm. We have we have we have irresponsible. Children, you know, running the country. These, you know, these guys are not men. They,
0: no. they, this is not.
2: This is not my dad. You know, and I'm not putting my father on a pedestal by any means. But these kids are spoiled brats, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're entitled. They don't. I mean, that woman,
1: who, who, you know,
2: the 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 tagline is. She said, "Tell the EU to go fuck themselves, or they can fuck off." Um, when she was talking about um, strategizing how to approach Ukraine, if you listen to that tape of what that woman said, um, which I did at like 5.15 in the morning, which is after watching what was going, you know, and, and, and I, I was so, I was a combination of incensed and 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 just deflated, man. Because I'm like, if that fucking bitch is making policy decisions,
1: we're fucked. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Everyone. Well, just I,
1: just told me. Video
4: of, I just saw a video of the guy, uh, uh, Minister of Poland, saying to somebody that if the uh, people in Independence Square don't comply, if they don't agree to this uh, new uh, uh, agreement between them, if they don't sign it, then they're going to have the state, they're going to have the army on their ass, and they're going to die. They're going to be killed. He said this in oh, public.
2: I, I, yeah, I, I, I read that, too. I have um, a theory that I've, I've put forth um, at early mornings of the hour um, that now we're about 13 hours away from Kiev being completely gone. Um, the Olympics hey. are going to end, and Putin is going to drop the old-school
4: fucking Iron Hammer dude on... You know what, though? I, I, of all times, this is when this needs to happen. I, I'm 29. I just turned 29 this month. And if this is going to happen, get it over with now. We need to do this. We need a worldwide cleanse of government. Be By cleanse of government, I mean no government. We need to all realize, like, these, are the, these guys are the problem. We don't need them. We don't need rulers. Sure, we might need rules, but guess what? We can unanimously agree on rules locally. In a small community, we can be like, hey, how do you guys all want to deal with murderers? Well like if someone kills someone we'll do this and do we all agree on this? Oh we do? Okay, that's cool. Uh, and if you can't agree Holocaust unanimously, 2. should 0. it be a rule? Rev, what'd you say? No, it said, shouldn't be a
2: rule at all. I agree with you. But Rev, what'd you say about the Holocaust? I, I was
5: just joking. I go Holocaust two 0. That'll 2. solve <laughs> that'll solve all of our problems. It'll be
4: <laughs> it'll
5: be live stream live on Twitter. It'll be fun. I
4: tell you what well, if, I, Honestly, right I don't think now. we'll even have to get that far. I don't think we'll have to. I don't think we'll have to touch the Jews when it comes to, like, will they control the banks and blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, the whole Bitcoin thing and all that shit, which, by the way, I'm not, like, an advocate for Bitcoin. I'm kind of skeptical. I'm thinking, like, dude, the banks are probably behind Bitcoin. Uh,
5: no, they're all, they'll, it's no, all No, Japanese dude, they'll argument. step
4: out at the last minute. After everyone's like, "It'll be the world currency. Yeah. Have you not noticed that they want a world currency, and they own a lot of the patents on some of these digital currencies? So:
2: It's straight from the horse's mouth. My friend, what happens? My friend, what my happens friend, though,
4: if like everyone's like, "Yeah, Bitcoin's a new world currency." And then the banks are like, "Thank God, we own it. You're fucked. What are you going to do then? They're I don't watering. want a one-world currency. And, I want competing they, currencies that are static, or not. We uh, need to go the but, other way with what?
2: currency, not not centralization. We need decentralization with currency.
5: But exactly.
2: Who do work on Wall Street? You know, um, guys who I've been friends with my whole life, um, and I can't really bring the ethical thing about into it, just history and all that, but. Bitcoin um, is for the short. Like that's common knowledge on Wall Street, right? Different uh, hedge funds and different investment banks own huge wallets, and they play it for the short. They can manipulate it um, so easily um, that 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 all it is it's it's turned into a shallow commodity. Um, instead of a currency, um, like pork bellies and fucking trading places. So Mm -hmm. they can short Bitcoin, um, you know, by by making other, or they can can start the process of the devaluation of of Bitcoin um, by pulling strings like having, just last week, having Russia stop fucking uh, recognizing it. And the value plummets, they buy, then something else will come up in, in the media and uh, about Bitcoin, and it's it's also so like trendy right now, um, you know that they know the value will go back up. They I'll sell,
5: you,
2: and they do it again.
5: I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna corner the frozen concentrated orange juice market, and when I become <laughs> the richest man in the world, uh, we will have a worldly currency. It'll be the gold. Chuck E. Cheese game tokens. Oh, um, dude, I love ex- the
4: Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> game token.
5: Except it's oh,
4: everywhere. Bring that shit back, dude. I am with you. You remember, remember those things? Yeah,
2: I do. I yes. Those. Oh, really, dude.
4: I fucking Golly remember Bert. those, man. They were gold to kids. They were fucking gold to
5: kids. Yep. You, no. could pay, you can go in there and pay five bucks. I remember when I was a kid, you can go in there and pay five bucks and... They would give you a little zippered pouch of the mouse um from Chuck e- yeah. or the, the mouse, yeah, the Chuck E. Cheese mouse and you yeah. unzip the side of it and you got the gold gold uh, tokens in there and when you ran out you'd go to your mom and say, I need more tokens and she'd give you another five dollar bill and you get another pouch yeah. and you get so excited and then you go in the ball pit and the kids got fucking pink eye and everyone's on quarantine. <laughs>
1: it's a, it was a blast.
2: That's yeah, classic. dude. One of my Jewish friends had the whole Chuck E. Cheese rented out. We were pantsing in there. Worst, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your pizza. Jewish
4: friend had the whole <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese? I think you're just supporting his argument here that fucking
5: Exactly, right? I, well, I, we I, we six cheese pizzas in the four of the matzo balls before the kids <laughs> won't play the games and
2: He had that shit closed down, dude. We were running 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 havoc in there. Uh, right. Worst worst
5: uh, pizza ever, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, not good pizza. No. god. Oh, uh, uh
4: all
2: right. I gotta I gotta move on to uh menu writing. Um but uh yo rep, thanks
4: for everything. And yeah, definitely check out Vino's music. It's um you know uh Dude, we're on like iTunes and Google Play. If you look up here's the here's the key. If you type in blue Vino on Google or whatever We're like all of the top results. I don't know how I figured this out, but a long time ago when I met Scott, who's our guitar player, um, he, he informed me. I didn't know this. He's the one that informed me. He's like, have you ever Googled Blue Vino? And I was like, no. And he said, you realize that you're the very top results. And I was like, I had no idea. And he's like, you know how hard that is to do? To pick a name that's original enough to be all of the top results.
5: You see that? You see, you know, Crisis, you see what he did? I do. Blue Blue Vino is the official Jew of Google searches.
2: Dude, he's the money counter, man.
4: Dude, just to fill you in, just to fill you in, so you know where my blood lies. (laughs) I'm Cherokee (laughs) Indian. I'm Cherokee Indian. In other words, fucked over. Yeah, that's right and the other part of me is mostly french viking that's where my name yeah, yeah. comes from actually hotchkiss is a french viking name and so i'm i'm native american and french viking with some other shit like everybody else here yeah,
5: yeah, with some german and English. don't don't piss him off or he'll be shooting fucking bow and arrows with a viking helmet off his porch <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> fucking you don't even, you don't even know you don't even know
2: <laughs> I've got your next album cover, bro. <laughs> that is awesome.
4: Did you see it? Did you see it?
2: No, I tweeted no that shit. You did? Oh, I'll check it out.
4: But your next one—I thought, thought maybe I did. I, it, uh, Scott tweeted it at least. Um, your next one's gonna be Sitting Bull with a Viking helmet, shooting no, flaming no, no. arrows. You—you want to know what we wanted to do, but we couldn't get it pulled off because neither of us have a good enough camera to actually take this type of picture in high-def. Like I that. need high-def, and stuff neither like of that. us have a camera. That's
2: when, you, that's when you tweet me and say, yo, Aaron, can you do this? And I'll do it, man.
4: Do you have For a high-def camera? Yeah. You got something you can take a really high-definition? I mean extreme high-definition, like over 1,000 by 1,000.
5: Over 9,000?
4: Like, no, no, no. 9,000? Like, like pixels on the – you know what I'm fucking saying –
2: I do. Right right now, um, and it's, it's because it's in between my purchase and selling, um, I have um, the same type of camera that took the first image of, um, of uh, the Mandelbrot fractal.
5: What's that? The Mandelbrot fractal? Uh, yeah. It's, it's a Jewish wedding.
4: Yes. <laughs> it sounds it sounds <laughs> like a Jewish wedding. I would honestly,
5: they put you. Top. Yeah, they put you on a chair, and there's little, little funny white hats, and they eat matzo balls. It's really weird.
4: The matzo ball,
2: yeah. <laughs> of the Mandelbrot wedding.
4: Well, let Holiday me tell it, you what the the original I, album cover idea made, was. The
2: Mandelbrot fractal, real quick, is is basically um, the um, the mathematical visual, visualization of entropy and iteration.
4: Damn! Did
5: I catch a niner. T- Did I catch a niner in there.
2: <laughs> niner.
5: <laughs>
2: niner. <laughs> um, i is. I'm gonna fucking.
4: I'm gonna tweet some cool Mandelbrot fractal. Um, well, uh, the next album. Or- the next album is called Open Minds. Our first album was self-titled. It was Blue Vino. That's it. Uh, the next album's called Open Minds. It's more esoteric and a l- tiny little bit less political than the first album. Just a tiny bit. But our we had this idea that our album cover would be, and it's not what it is right now, but uh, I don't know how we came up with this. We were just drunk and talking one night, and I was like, yes, that works. It makes sense to me, it makes sense to you, and we were like, sure it does. But it would be like an over-the-top shot, uh, a little bit at an angle, of a toaster. All you get in the shot is a toaster with some toast in it, and you get like five different people's hands with forks in them trying to dig the toast out of the toaster. Oh, cool. Which is, ex- which is extremely dangerous, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you have to make sure that they can see it's still plugged in. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. See, now Scott said, here's what it is. They're all digging in the toaster with the forks, and it's dangerous, right? And off in the corner you see a blue hand holding the plug, and it's not plugged in. Oh. So the the message is, this is where you get the metaphor, is, it's It's cheesy and funny, but whatever, you know it's like don't everybody in the world is fucking sticking their forks and toasters, and you're not supposed to do that shit. And the blue hand is like, "You'd all be fucking dead if it wasn't for us." Yes, it's arrogant, but that's the point. It's funny and arrogant, and really, it's yeah. kind of an inside joke. I don't think anybody would get the metaphor.
5: They'd Except be like, for me and Scott. They'd, they'd be like, hey, look, it's a picture from Christy Alley's kitchen during breakfast.
4: <laughs> right? Who's the blue-handed person? That guy's dead, isn't he? At least he saved everybody before he died.
5: <laughs> it's, the, it's the last remaining Blue Man group member.
2: Vino, <laughs> you know, the next show Dalek and I do, um, I think tomorrow, uh, fingers crossed, I think we go under the Revolution Radio banner. And uh, one of the first shows we do um,
4: after that, I'd love to have you and Scott on and highlight your music. Nice. Well, tomorrow, fuck the weekends, dude. I work at a bar, Uh, and so I don't. I don't know what time I'm off of work. What time do you start it?
2: Well, it wouldn't be tomorrow. Like, uh, ooh, fucking Northern Lights Index just went to five. Um, No, no, it'd be down the road. We'll schedule it. You know, we'll schedule it around your schedule. but uh like I mean you guys make really good music. Like it you know Thank you I very much. It, I play it at We work try, We people, try really hard. People come in and they're like, Who is this? And um and then Are the you fact, shitting me? Really? Uh not at all. And it's a kitchen, dude. Like and all, right. all all the best music is
4: recognized in the kitchen first. Yes,
5: in you have kitchen, very good you have very good kitchen music. <laughs>
4: Hey well, man, I mean, have you ever worked in the kitchen? You need some fucking music to motivate you in the goddamn kitchen. Yes, you do. I, yeah.
2: There's, I mean, the kitchen is like kind of the real life version of the Russell
4: League. Like, right? It is. Yes, it is. You hear all the fucking curse words and all the fucking. That's where people are saying nigger and they shouldn't, but they do anyways, and. <laughs> and there's a black dude right next to him, and yeah. And And he's calling them crackers and shit, and no one gets offended at cracker.
2: And it's fucking, it's life, and it's like, hey, we're different, but we're
4: working together, and, you know, know, the company... You know, the only thing that keeps that type of racism alive is teaching it to children.
5: That's right. Racism makes the best meals. I do
4: think I I wrote a pretty good essay. Racism (laughs) makes the best meals.
5: That should be that should be the that should be the title of your next album. Racism makes the best meal, and then have them reaching that- ha- have reaching into the toaster and have a black hand be holding the cord. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> or, or, or or like a cereal box of black rice krispies.
5: There you go. See, fuck! I'll, I better get paid for this. I want my I want my share. <laughs> right. Dude, you're you're telling you it. would. Yeah, and, I would. mean,
2: that is really actually a really good analogy, right? Because that's what's, I mean, whatever's spoon-fed to people, that becomes their construct, right? The conditioning. Yeah. And as long as words, and I did write an essay uh, about this. I sent it to Rebel and a couple other people um, in regards to the Russell League and and um, basically how I, I viewed them as the Lenny Bruce of, um, <laughs> five the, of the Lenny Canada. Bruce.
4: Oh my God, dude!
2: <laughs> Yet they're fucking on the terrorist list and some crazy. Yo, I've got Sue Basco.
4: No, no, me. no, no. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're on the terrorist list.
5: Yeah, we're oh, we're we are retired. Okay. We are retired, but we are actually on a terror list. Um, the ones of us that are self-doxed, and we're actually, we have a file on, with the FBI. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> no, retarded. They, they really do.
4: They, really they don't do have do. anything better to do with their time. It's all, well, Rebel knows, this, but it's fucking retarded, bro. So anyway, so I
2: jotted down some thoughts, and I said it to Rebel, but this was kind of the, the point of it, was like, as long as we continue this charade of political correctness and neoliberal fucking, you know, you can't recognize any differences because somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. We're just stuck, dude. We're just stuck in the same pattern. Um, and all you have to do is look at history. Nothing, you know, nothing's changed. So go the exact opposite route. Make things so offensive they become Familiar and their power is taken away from them. Right? That's what Richard Pryor did. That's what Lenny Bruce did. Don't and, let
5: and don't let satire die is the best way to describe it.
2: satire changes fucking culture. It, it, it has an incredibly profound effect on culture.
5: In, in today's society, where every kid gets a fucking trophy, uh, satire yeah. is fuck
4: that shit, dude.
5: Satire fuck that is. Yeah, satire is looked at like racism. And satire, some of the best entertainment was built on satire. And unfortunately, it's going in a bad direction. So everyone says, oh, Internet trolls are bad people and they live in the basement and they hold up pent-up aggression. Well, some of us are business owners and some of us, you know, play golf on the weekends. And, you know, I'm, hey. yeah, yeah, I'm a you know, troll. You know what so, I do for not, a day job?
4: I fucking make granite countertops, dude. I make premium fucking granite countertops that only the rich people can fucking afford. I can't afford one, (laughs) but that's what I do during the day, and guess what? I fucking know how to troll people.
5: Well, if you had an album called Racism Makes the Best Meals, maybe you could afford some countertops. Right? I don't know. I don't know, man.
2: And I was going to... But, dude, you know... I'm not saying you should be rich, but you, there's no way you
4: should be poor with the talent you you had. Or you know that's a relative term, but you've well, but it's not it's not anybody's fault. It's that the music industry is in a is in a long transitional phase where they yeah. don't understand what the fuck to do. They're trying yeah. to use the old formula. It doesn't work. People are getting sick and tired. Finally. Fucking finally, dude. People are getting sick and tired of the...
2: Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've
3: gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.
4: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary.
3: BDW by law. Terms and 18 plus.